Hello, my name is Christopher LaPrade, and this is my life story about my mental illness, because this channel is going to be about mental illness. Um, mental illness is very difficult and very unique in how it forms in a person. Mine started, I believe, when I was four years old, my earliest memory of my mental illness, which is schizophrenia and bipolar depression. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I had to turn on my phone, just to make sure it was still recording, but, um, yeah, it's just, my earliest memory was when I was four years old, it was on a Tuesday, um, I want to say... May of 1998 in September no May yeah it was May that uh, I started hearing voices for the first time and I freaked out and I, and I told my mom and she just looked at me with disgust and because um, she wasn't mentally ill too and she was schizophrenic herself and she was just let down that she knew I had it from the get-go. We don't... See, we really don't need doctors to tell us what we got. We know our minds, people. We're not stupid people. It's common sense. I don't care who you are. Now, you do need help with medications and stuff like that, chemical balancing and whatnot. But to know what you have, if you research it, it'll ease your mind. Because you understand it and you'll know how to defeat it when it starts acting up. That's what I did. So I really don't rely on my medication even though I should. I take, I do take my every two week shot though in my arm of Haldol. So, and Haldol's been very successful. I'm hoping that other people can take it and not have the allergic reaction of itching. And stuff like that because... Haldol is a very good medication. It really, it doesn't overpower you. You don't even feel it, but it does eliminate the voices. It like it like balances your mind, along with Depakote. Well, I don't take Depakote. I used to. It took me off of that because I didn't really need it. My my depression wasn't that bad, but I think I need to get back on it though, because it has been getting worse. But anyway, so continue my story. With all that being said, to continue on my story, that was my first time. And the voice spoke very clearly. It said, I will kill you. And it kept hollering at it and hollering at it and hollering at it and hollering at it. It kept saying, I will kill you. I will kill you. It was in a very deep, grown man voice, and it kept saying, I will kill you. So that's my first memory of my mental illness right there. I know I had it from that point on because I know my mama had it. I can look on her and I studied her ever since I was young. Mama's been the target side of me in the family because she was just unique and interesting. And she was very brilliant. See, I'm very brilliant myself. Not trying to know, not trying to puff myself up, people. I'm just sitting here. I'm not stupid. I mean, I'm just, you know, it just... 
I think differently from other people because I hear these voices and I see things. So you also see things and have delusions with this. You believe that sometimes you're the president of the United States or you're going on a mission or you're going somewhere to do something for somebody that don't even exist. I mean, yeah, it gets that way with me, but I fight it because I, I did research on my mental illness so it doesn't bother me. I try to go in that other reality, and really smoking some hemp has helped a whole bunch. And uh, I recommend Delta 8 if you're in a, in a state where it's illegal. But they sell it in tobacco stores as vape. It's Delta 8. You take, I don't know, it might, depending on how much you ever smoked before the, the actual stuff, uh, then it might take more hits to get high but it'll it'll get there and i'm not trying to boast on that i really don't want to rely on that i don't like it too much because it just it unsettles me but at the same time once it starts wearing off i start to get to some sleep and you know because with schizophrenia you can't sleep dude no i don't care no they're always talking they don't shut up at night man and then you see things in the dark, and it scares the shit out of you. <laughs> Excuse my language. But, uh, uh, you might need to bleep that out. But, uh, yeah. I'm just being real. I mean, I don't, I don't sugarcoat nothing, you know what I mean? So, but anyway, to continue on with the story, getting sidetracked here. So I grew up all my life with that, and I and I dealt with that, and it was very hard. It was very difficult, and I didn't understand it, and I couldn't tell Dad because I I didn't want him. I, for some reason, my that's when I was little. I had a delusion where I thought my dad would hate me and get rid of me, <laughs> and I didn't tell my dad what was wrong when I was four years old. So yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been through some I've been through it, man. I've been through the fire. So if you out there and you're sick, man, I know. Just follow me. You know, I'm gonna start putting ads on here. Y'all watch those ads long enough for me to get paid. Just support me. Cause uh, I do need some money here and there. And uh, yeah. So if there's any ads out there. Or if I have to say something, listen to it or whatever. Don't 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 just skip it <laughs> unless it says in five seconds or something. Because then I mean I get it. But anyway, it don't matter. Uh. So yeah, there'll be a part two to this because I don't want to be too long, but. <laughs> Mama was sick too, so it was very hard for me to find peace in my life. So, I, and Mama got quite crazy at times, and it scared the fire out of you. I mean, really, she Mama was out there, but I love my Mama. Don't get me wrong, y'all. So, no matter what I say on these podcasts about my Mama, just know this: I love my Mama, and there's nothing in this world I wouldn't do for her. But I'm just going to tell you how it was and how it is when I was growing up. When I was growing up, I was abused by her. Okay, she would touch me. She would hit me. She would, yeah, I've been there. So I've also been there. 
Dad was at work. Anna couldn't do nothing. She was my baby. Baby sister, I mean, you know what I mean? And uh, she was young. She was too young to really do anything. She said she would tell Dad, but Mama would give her stuff. And then she got to the point where Anna was like, Okay, Mama, if you give me this, I won't tell Daddy that you did this to Christopher. And I was in the middle of it, man, and I was stuck. So, yeah. Anyway. So that was kind of twisted growing up. So I dealt with that twisted abuse, man. That twisted physical, mental abuse all my life, dude. And it just, it was hard. And people expect me to be perfect. I live alone right now, currently. I'm 27 years old. I was born April 26, 1994. Had the best times in the 90s. I had my open heart surgery in 1998 on the end of February. I don't know exactly what date. I think the 28th, if I'm not mistaken. Started at 12 o'clock in the evening. I woke up. It was the next morning. I lifted up and my chest was on fire because it was hurting some bad because it was cut on. And I didn't know and I reared up and it hurt. Then they said, well, we're going to give you some medicine. So as soon as they injected something in an IV, I looked up. I said, what is that in my arm? So anyway, yeah, I had a crazy growing up life. I don't have a lot of memories necessarily of the 90s because of my heart surgery. Because my heart surgery kind of overrides everything. So I had open heart surgery when I was four for Epstein's anomaly. So where my tricuspid valve would swell up and my right atrium would swell up. And they had to cut 50% of my right atrium because my tricuspid valve would leak. It wouldn't swell up, it would leak. It would leak blood into the right atrium. The right atrium would swell up and deform the heart and make it stop eventually. So I was going to die if I didn't have that surgery soon. And uh, so I could tell you stories after stories about my surgeries and my heart. Man, it's crazy. I've been through the fire on that for real. And that's that's going to be part two if you want to listen. Uh so I had open heart surgery in 2000s. I started school. I liked it at first, and then I hated it because, you know, I wasn't making friends. I was actually doing well in my kid years in school, my grade school years. I was okay. I started getting bad in third grade, then I got worse in the fourth, and then it just got it went downhill from fifth. So. But in second and first in kindergarten, I loved school. I made friends. I uh, learned. I was excited. I really loved school. And then kids started getting cruel as we got older, and they started picking on me for seeing some of the things I would do to myself or whatever because I would hear voices and see things, and people didn't understand. And I felt like I was crazy, like I had no place in society, and I, and I started getting depressed and wanted to start to kill myself. So... When I got in sixth grade, uh, no, yeah, sixth grade, I quit going to school. And then I started going back again. And then the seventh, I quit. And then finally, in the eighth grade, I quit completely. And they sent me to a wilderness camp. Some of this is going to be part three and part two. But uh, I'll get into a little bit of it in part two and then make a part three totally about my adventures in psychiatric facilities and stuff like that. Because 
That's crazy. I've been through the fire on that. And so I know there's been a lot of people who's been through worse. And I want to interview some people and actually reach out to the community and, you know, assist the community and just be a friend they can talk to. And I might even put a line up where you can call me and, um, you can make suggestions or we can just have conversations, you guy or girl, whoever you are, if you're in pain, I Lord, I don't want you in pain. I'll just teach you how I'm conquering mine, but yeah, that's pretty much it for part one, so we're going to leave it at that, and um, all that, so yeah, y'all have a wonderful evening, day, or good morning, or whatever time you listen to this, wherever you may be, I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you appreciate it. And I hope you're blessed. And I hope you're at peace. Wherever you may be. Have a good one.